One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman alongside Steve Harmison looking back at an incredible day's play at Lords in the first test match of the summer between England and New Zealand. So much to talk about. I can't wait to get that started really. You're listening to the following on podcast. So if you're just joining us, you don't know, but you probably do. This is how it went at Lords on day three. New Zealand starting it 236 for four and eyeing a big for, uh, second innings and then even bigger target for England to chase down. And they were looking good when Daryl Mitchell went past 100. But Stuart Broad, as he often does, turned it in the blink of an eye. First, he dismissed the set batsman, the Centurion, for 108. The very next ball, Colin de Granholm came in. A big shout for leg before wicket. Saw him momentarily pausing outside of his wicket and Ollie Pope at fourth slip threw down the stumps direct and if the crowd's atmosphere here at Laws wasn't wild after two wickets and two balls it certainly became so when three came in three Cole Jamieson seeing his off stump pegged back first ball New Zealand were rattled they were reeling and they never recovered Blundell went for 96 Patel and Southey didn't hang around New Zealand bowled out for 285 uh, leaving a target of 277 for England the run chase got off to a poor start when doesn't it Lee's going for 20 on the cusp of lunch, followed by the quick wickets of Crawley, Pope and Bairstow. But perhaps the big moment of the day, Stokes was out, bowl via an inside edge for just one, halfway to the pavilion when the crowd started roaring. And no ball, Colin de Granholm's day went from bad to worse as he then limped out of the attack. Stokes didn't quite make it to stump, so he was dismissed, but not before he put on 90 with Root, who is still there at stumps, unbeaten on 77. Folks alongside him, nine not out, and that target of 277 is now just 61 runs away. New Zealand, with the second new ball due in 15 overs, need five wickets. It could be a hell of a day here at Lords. What is going to happen tomorrow? OK, Harmy, first up, who's going to win the first test? 
England. I just think England have got... I had a feeling last night that it's not over. All doom and gloom, England are going to be chasing 350. I didn't think that would be the case. Just because England, it was it's a new ball pitch. It's a morning, dangerous for batting in the morning. Um, the difference is new ball pitch for New Zealand now and the game's over. And that's largely down to game management, game awareness um, and brilliance of Ben Stokes. Fortunate from Ben Stokes, but how many times have we said this? How good is Joe Root? He was phenomenal. Um, and his game awareness is is obviously one of the why he's one of the best players in the world. And I think that's why England might England will get over the line tomorrow because I think he's got this bit between his teeth that he's given up the captaincy. Yes, but I'm still the team player that I've always been, and I still love what my country winning. And if I get three figures, I get ten thousand Test match runs. I think there's everything in your favour tomorrow, and I think you'll come and do it. Story of the day. Yeah, it was an incredible day's play. There were some big moments in it as well. You talk about big game players, you know, Stuart Broad, team hat trick and all that. What I'm not sure the cameras picked it up or maybe the commentary didn't, but, you know, he was, to start that over, he was really giving the crowd a G up, you know, and and it, and it, and it worked, you know. He got rid of the set batsman, Mitchell, with a, with a beauty, and then, of course, was part of the dismissal, kind of. Good, smart piece of fielding. It, by the way, England have thrown down the stumps more in this test match than I've seen them do so in about two years. And then followed and it the up with... And they've caught everything. So, I mean, he set the tone. And then, of course, New Zealand hit back. You know, there's three quick wickets. But what a terrible day for Colin de Granholm, eh? Out, run out first ball. He bowls brought, uh, Stokes with a uh, on a no ball and then he limps out injured. And, and that cost... New Zealand, because they weren't just one man down with him. They couldn't trust Patel. So essentially, they got three blokes. Um, and, uh, and and here we are. Yeah, and it was it was a, biz- a bizarre passage of play with a baton from the Grandon. Um, but you're right, Stuart Broad, he, he, he does this, doesn't he? Stuart Broad, possibly thinking this morning, I've got to do something special here because... We can't go into the next... We can't play Test cricket with four number 10s or four number 11s. Um, so it might be me that's vulnerable here for te- for Trent Bridge. Um, he'll say he wasn't. He'll say, now I'm I'm backing myself. But we all have it. Little sort of little Spanish waiter on your shoulder tells you that, especially when you're going to drive, have a, a, a big drive or you know, it's there to hit, it's car. You, but he does put negative things in your mind and it tells you that. He was probably the most. He's probably the most vulnerable, uh, and he was geeing the crowd up. I did see that bit, and he's he's, he's pointing his finger and getting them to get going. Um, and again, he, he seizes the moment, and he knew that that new ball was crucial. He knew that he needed the crowd. He knew that you know it's it's a morning pitch, which is going to do a little bit. And he put the ball in the right area. Yeah, ninety five percent of the time, backed up by Anderson. I thought Jimmy bowled lovely again with the, the new ball, as they always do. And um, it was a beauty to get rid of Darrell Mitchell. It needed to be a good one, to be fair, because of how well he was playing. And then that's just set the tone for the for the, the sort of rest of the session. And um, I said last night, I believe that England would bowl them out before or just after lunch, give them a chance to win the game. Um, but 
you know, Broad was the one that I said last night was potentially vulnerable for the second test match. But Stuart Broad, never, ever doubted him, never, ever questioned him because he always comes, not good, but he, he throughout a test match, he always does something which, you know, why he's great. And so England set 277 to win. I mean, they looked miles off, didn't they? Um, you know, and it's kind of same old. There's no point talking about Lee's Crawley and Pope because we've kind of done it. You know, Besto, yeah. they, they fed his ego a little bit, but, you know, Michael Vaughan was quite scathing on TMS. You know, final ball of Jameson's spell, essentially. Yeah. He goes for a big booming drive and it's like, come on. And then, of course, there's the big moment. Now, can you imagine what we would be saying right now if Stokes had got out in the manner that he, he nearly did? No, in fairness, Stokes could have got out in a strange way on about seven or eight different occasions. And, I mean, what, he set his template out early, didn't he? You know, And that dismissal, if he, if he had gone like that, he would have been criticised. But he could have got out like that about quite a few times. What message, is it pretty obvious, is he, set, is he selling the dressing room? Basically, I think I know, he, I'm not not from a negative perspective, but that's a message, isn't it? He went out there oh, and he tried to disrupt New Zealand, and he just he just threw. We've seen what he did at Headingley; he was really watchful for seventy balls, and then he accelerated when the wickets started tumbling. But at the end of the day, he had Joe Root out out there. He didn't need to play like that, or did he? No, I think he did. I think he needed to play like that. I think he's looking at that and going, you know what? Tomorrow morning, if we're still batting. Yeah, and we need 50 or 60, and the second new ball comes around. Or if we need 50 or 60 when the second new ball comes around, tomorrow we, we probably don't we don't win. We don't win because this game's telling us that it is the, the most difficult time to bat is when the new ball's out, especially if it's in the morning session. So in his mind, he's thinking, right, Jameson's bowling nicely, Saudi's bowling nicely, Bolt's bowling nicely. I'm going to have a go at them. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and put them under pressure and play, play in my way, play his way. He would have been criticised if he had got out, if, if the ground was gone. Because the first thing people would say was, well, the captaincy's weighing hard on his shoulders. So I don't think that would be right, but there will be people in certain sections of the media or people wanting to make the name for themselves, wanting to come out and give Ben Stokes a headline. You know what? He didn't need to do that. That was wrong. The captaincy's got to him. He panicked. No, he didn't. Ben Stokes is one of the best situation players I've ever seen. And he played the situation that he thought the right for us to do here was make here while things are all you know, not doing as much. The afternoon session, the evening session is the best session for to bat on. So let's make sure that we don't have to get any with that second new ball. And I think you've seen where he did get out. He played some you know, fantastic shots. When he did get out, Joe carried it on. Joe, Joe, Joe Rue could easily have just gone into his shell, but he didn't. He carried it on. I think his first, I think he, I think he was 36 off some like 75 balls. And then Ben got out and he was 28 off 26 because he knew that there were tired bowlers. And even the last ball of the session, he got a bouncer and he banged it for, banged it for a, you know, a pull shot, hit middle of the bat, deep square leg. It's a message. It's a message to the dressing room and it's a message to the opposition dressing room and it's a message to the world. We're going to try and win games. And if we have to risk lose it, risk a little bit to try and win, we're going to go down and we're going to have a go at winning. Because if you remember last year, 
12 months ago when we didn't go for them runs against India and we were criticised for that dressing room being negative. I'd much rather go. I, I've, I've always been, you know, we talk about, I, I do sort of make little references that sort of me and Collie had different opinions and we didn't, we fell out for a little bit. And it was all for the fact that I would love, I would, I would push trying to, or risk trying to lose the game by losing the game to try and win it, then just try and you know go for the go for the draw, put the opposition out of the game, and then try and win it. I'd much rather risk a little bit to try and win the game in a positive frame of mind and positive fashion. And that's what Ben. I think that's what was Ben's mindset. And yes, he would have been criticised if the Grand Home had hadn't overstepped, but. I think he played a, a gem of an innings to make sure that that second new ball wasn't in the equation. The New Zealand bowlers are tired, and then now we are now tomorrow morning. Cloud cover will be over, but the ball will be old. And if they can get over that initial burst of 15, 20 minutes with Joe Root there, I think England will win. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Moment of the day. Yeah, I mean, that was the moment of the day, wasn't it? The no-ball dismissal. The fact that Conor de Graham then went off injured as well. Um, Patel was hit out the attack, essentially, from one over from Stokes. You know, it means that they're so reliant now on three bowlers. The uh, What about then from the, the Kiwis' perspective then? Because they battle back so well on day one. They battle back again on day two. Um, well, they feel that they've let themselves down a little bit by allowing England back into this contest. I think, John, I think as long as this game's not tied, because I don't think there's going to be a draw, as long as this game's not tied, 
one of them dressing rooms are going to go, we should have won this. We should have won this. We've thrown this away. We should have won this. England should have won this if New Zealand win. New Zealand will definitely think we should have won this if England win. And I say it's only a tie that will will alleviate that um, that conversation. Yeah. Um, then but, they'll both then they'll both think that they should have won it. <laughs> yeah, they'll both think they should have won it. But I thought Jameson was brilliant. I did. I thought the big fantastic. Um, both Saudi again. Now, England, and, and you talk about the message what Stokes did and Root have done. You've got to remember, Saudi Bolt have been playing T20 cricket for the last however many however many months in the IPL. New Zealand don't play a lot of test match cricket. Probably going to be without the Grondhong now for the rest of the trip. They're probably thinking we should have picked Wagner over um, Patel. They've got to go into a test match in what? six days' time, seven, six days' time, and these lads have been bowling four overs every week, uh, once a week, once every 10 days. You know, so it's, from an England's point of view, if they can win here, then all of a sudden there's pressure on that New Zealand dressing room, pressure on bodies. So that's what it makes it huge. But, you know, from a New Zealand point of view, the, the battle back again, it was, was an excellent 100 by Mitchell. I thought it would be battered beautifully last night. Deserved to get his hundred. I thought Blundell deserved to get his hundred, um, and then you know if it wasn't for you know a little special gem from from Broad, I think New Zealand would have been out of sight. Um, so again, the both teams have battled back nicely, and that's why it's evenly poised for tomorrow morning. The one person that New Zealand didn't want there, I think they would have took Stokes there. The one person that they didn't want there was Joe Root, and I think yeah, you know, it's it's the match. If Joe, if Joe faces another 25 overs, England win. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. 